0: Welcome back to the Northeast Newscast. This week we had the opportunity to meet Matt Gilmay, the new social services specialist for the East Patrol Zone of the Kansas City, Missouri Police Department. We discussed his background in social work, how he works with officers to coordinate services, and goals he has for his new role. Thanks for joining me today. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing? Good. Good. Um, so, you're new to your role. You've been here about three weeks. Do you want to tell me about your first couple weeks on the job?
1: Yeah. Um, first few weeks have been pretty good. Um, I've shadowed the, um, the workers that have been here before me. Um, just trying to get an understanding of how uh, my role works within the police department. Um, kind of hit the ground running, um, receiving referrals, um, getting in connection with different resources within the community, and just kind of Um, trying to learn everything and get up to speed.
0: Sure. Uh, So can you explain to me kind of your background in social services, how you got to this point in your career?
1: Mm -hmm. So I graduated um, with a bachelor's in psychology uh, from Benedictine College um, with the intention always to be involved in social work, uh, be involved with different community organizations, try and help the community as a whole. Um, I started out, I worked in children's division for a little bit, um, then went and worked as a case manager in St. Joe. Um, so I had a caseload of people that I worked with, um, that had mental health and substance use, um, difficulties that just kind of, um, helped give them like resources they need, um, provide a little bit of counseling, uh, things like that. And so I was in St. Joe for about like a year and a half and, my intention was always to kind of work in Kansas City, and so I plan on moving back to KC to get um, like my master's in social work, um, just to kind of be able to help create some more flexibility within the field. And I saw this position with Kansas City Police Department was opened, and uh, I felt given the role, given kind of what it encompasses, like being in the community, um, working with police officers who experience who interact with um, people that need resources and might not know where to go um, I just felt like it was a great role to be a part of being back in my community um, helping out uh, any way I can yeah and, yeah and also like the background the reason I wanted to be in the role I'm in is because when I was when I was younger I Was using like food pantries, uh, clothing closets, things like that. I've had like personal experiences that drew me to the field.
0: It's a lot easier to help people when you can relate to them in some sort of aspect. I'm sure. Uh, So, how much does this role differ from you know your previous job?
1: Um, I would say this role has a lot more flexibility, a lot more uh, ways to help out it has a lot more resources that I can access. Um, So like in my other uh, job, there was, um, I would say we were kind of more restricted in what we can do, because you had to do things that were, let's say like billable. So like you can um, bill for this service, or um, you did uh, this, um, because of that, like you had to explain why the person um, was getting billed for the service. So it was almost like um, if someone were to have a medical checkup, then the insurance would really get billed, kind of like uh, Medicaid. A lot of of, uh, consumers, clients had Medicaid. But with this role, it's more um, you see a problem or you're referred a problem by a police officer and then you act on it. So whatever it takes to help that person out, that's just my role to get that done.
0: Sure. And you've mentioned a couple times resources. What kind of resources, you know, do you provide or are you targeting towards people in need?
1: Uh, so some people might have, uh, like if they're behind on bills, then I would contact uh, like churches or um, specific organizations that focus on that um, and try to. Um, I would either have them contact them or if they want me to contact, reach out, um, talk to them just because I know how to communicate with them um, and let them know about, hey, this person um, is struggling with their light bill. Is there anything you guys can do? And if they say no, then I go to the next resource um, or reaching out to mental health providers or uh, places that can provide case management for someone that's needing something like that.
0: Yeah, of course. Um, So what does your, your, you know, role look like on a daily basis? You know, has the pandemic changed that at all? You know, Mm -hmm. being out in the community, things like that.
1: Um, On a daily basis, so I started this role post-pandemic, so I'm not sure how much it necessarily has changed. Um, But on a daily basis, I meet with, uh, like, with my direct sergeant or supervisor um, I communicate with my major. Sometimes we have, uh, like, morning meetings that I go to. Um, I ride along with police officers throughout the day. Um, I receive referrals from all um, all different shifts because there's three shifts, morning, day, and, like, overnight. And so I can receive referrals from any of them. They can email, call me, text. Um, and whatever referrals I get, I try to contact who I need to contact, uh, follow up. Uh, in person, if need be, or by phone. And uh, like I ride along with the officers and go on calls with them and see if my, uh, my services are needed.
0: So I know you've only been on the job for a couple of weeks, but um, what are some goals and objectives you have for the position?
1: Uh, some goals and object- objectives I have. Um, so I kind of want to help. Uh, so part of the role, is kind of to help people understand that the police department is there to assist any way they can. Um, And the officers, um, so I get get referrals from the officers, so I can't do my position without the officers is the main kind of understanding. So I kind of want to help improve interactions um, and help improve more people's lives through the position. Because with this role, Sometimes people are struggling with something, um, let's say like bills or um, medications, mental health, or they're needing something in their home and they just don't know where to go. And uh, sometimes that might lead um, to where they have interactions with police officers. And so the officers, um, obviously their, law, their, their job is to um, like, work with the community, um, provide like law enforcement and um, and so I'm kinda like the added support onto that um, because they interact with people that are down on their luck all the time. Um, And so sending me those referrals, um, I'm always gonna try and act on them as, as well as I can and always try to like provide a solution to as many people as possible.
0: Sure. So it sounds like, you know, it's the officer's job to respond in the moment and find sort of an immediate fix or solution. And then you're more the long-term solution or you're at least, you know, directing people towards those avenues. Yeah. 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 That's great. And especially maybe, you know, it could be even a preventative measure if you get the same people having the same problems over and over and over. Yeah. Just getting them out of that cycle, I guess. Right. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. So if, uh. I'll just get like a high uh, call service at one location or one address, then um, they might refer that to me if it's something that I can help out with. Just trying to help decrease those, like calls for service at that location if it's a fix that um, I'm able to provide.
0: Yeah. What have been some of the greatest needs you've seen for the population that you interact with so far?
1: Um, I'll say some greatest needs is just knowing what resources people have available to them. Um, I think that's number one. Um, Just like people don't know their options out there or how to get in contact with um, those resources out there or how to um, communicate with um, those resources. And um, some of the issues I've seen is just like the homelessness or... Um, needing assistance with um, bills, um, just getting behind on bills, or needing, um, knowing about like food pantries to get some food, and things like that.
0: Uh, so how has been working with the officers at East Patrol been so far? We've you know, gotten to know a bunch of them in the community and they're always out and about. Um, you know, how is that relationship between the social services experts and the officers?
1: Yeah, it's been great. Um, They are, the officers I've, like, ridden with, been around are definitely, uh, like, community focused. Um, If they see a problem, they're gonna try and help out any way they can. Um, They'll send referrals to me, or try to discuss with me, like, how they can help out. Um, Another thing I was gonna mention is sometimes people don't understand um, how different processes work, and so, being in this field, I'm able to explain to them here's how this works, um, and here's how we can provide like a solution, things like that. Like, some people need um, to get like ex parte or like restraining order, I can explain that to them. Um, and also, like officers ask questions about um, like how different resources work, or how, um, or like what are the options to help people out. And so, I try to explain that to them.
0: Sure. And are you the only social services specialist at East Patrol?
1: Yes, I'm the only one at, at East Patrol.
0: Okay. Do you think the workload is, you know, manageable? Do you think, you know, stations should have more than one, maybe?
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, it'd be great for stations to have more than one, but uh, right now, I, I I like the workload. I'm fine with it. I like... Uh, it's not overwhelming right now, um, but yeah, it'd be great to have more.
0: Yeah. And I know there's been a lot of talk nationwide recently about social workers replacing some of the duties that have recently fallen to police, like community interaction, you know, getting people set up with those services, things like that. Yeah. But Kansas City has had social services specialists for, you know, going on three years when Chief Smith started that um, I think in 2017. Um, And one of his main goals was to install a social worker at each patrol division, which we now have.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Um, So how does that program, you know, set Kansas City apart? And do you think it would be a good example for other cities?
1: Yes, I think this program is a great example for other cities. Um, And about, like, social workers taking more... People want social workers to take more of a role, you know. Um, I think the officers... A lot of what they deal with, like they know the law a lot better than everybody, like what I do. Um, And so they would, I feel like they understand better if it's something that should be referred to me and that I can lend a hand to. Um, They have a pretty good understanding of that. Um, So I feel like the way the position is right now is great. Um, Being able to get referrals from the officers and kind of let Letting them take the first step because it might be something that's criminal that I can't necessarily be of service to. But um, getting referrals from them is just how it works out. It's pretty good that way.
0: Yeah, and so, you know, them handling what they're trained to handle and then handing mm-hmm. it off to you if it's something you can be involved in. So, how do you think Kansas City? police department or law enforcement in general can improve um, you know what things could they improve on when it comes to handling mental illness and people who are in need of services but you know Mm -hmm. aren't willing to take the help
1: Uh Um, well being in in this position I'm not sure I'll probably learn more of like how to respond to that question but all I can say is like mental health is uh, kind of something that um, people are always learning something new Um, even myself so it's just um, I know for myself I'm just trying to learn as much as I can um, like about new um, research or how to interact with different people that are dealing with uh, different mental illnesses Um, but I think um, like the answer to that question is just I'm not sure right now Um, I'll probably learn more like down the line
0: sure and I asked you earlier, um, what are the biggest challenges you anticipate facing. Have you thought about that anymore?
1: <laughs> um I guess. Biggest challenge might be just knowing when it's like a good time to step in. Um, if it's like a situation where um like the officers might be focused on like what's going on and uh might forget that they um might forget or might not think to like include me in, in a certain situation going on and so I guess just knowing when is a good time to like step in and try and help and not be uh like a distraction or make things worse.
0: Sure um and I know there's you know such a broad range of Services in Kansas City, from nonprofits to city services, things like that. Mm-hmm. You know how how difficult is it to decide which service a person needs, or you know, can you give them multiple resources and mm-hmm. reach out for them in like different ways?
1: Um, I think the biggest thing is um, kind of getting the history of that person, um, understanding um, their demographic, maybe what services they've interacted with in the past that's worked well, what hasn't, um, their specific needs, and if they fit that criteria, because I'm able to check and see if they would fit the criteria of that resource. And so, if they don't fit that criteria, then um, I would find someone else that they do, or I would call up and talk to um, that resource and see if, this, if they would be able to help out. Um, and sometimes, um, the resource might reach out to that person and see um, and assess their situation and see if they're able to help. Yeah. And so um, it's kind of just like figuring out like what criteria they, they fit.
0: Sure. Yeah, it sounds like, you know, every situation you would run into would be completely different from the last. Is that, you know, what you're finding so far?
1: Yeah. Yeah, for the most part. It's, um, I guess you can never really anticipate... Um, what you're going to interact with or who you're going to interact with, um, what is going on at like a scene um, or how a referral will pan out. Um, Just from what I've been told and what I'm learning, it's just to kind of always be aware.
0: True. And does somebody in your position, you know, follow up with these people after you've provided, you know, the resources, the avenues for them to get help?
1: Yeah, if it's a situation where um, a follow-up is necessary, then I'll follow up, uh, make sure um, that the person was, or that the person was able to receive the assistance that they needed. Um, A face-to-face follow-up, it'll be me, and I'll try to get the officer that referred them um, we we'll would go out and follow up with them. Um, and I will always, um, like give the officers a summary of kind of how we tried to help the person that they referred to us. Cause they always want, they want to know what the conclusion was just because, sure. um, they want to see that person get help. They want to see, uh, that person's life improve. And that's why they sent the referral over. So,
0: yeah, I'm sure it's easy to get invested. You know, when you see somebody who needs help, you want to know. The end result, you want to see a positive change.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um have you spent a lot of time in Northeast so far?
1: In terms of since I've had the position Just yeah,
0: and your ride alongs things like that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Spent quite a bit of time in the Northeast.
0: Yeah. It's um it's quite a unique neighborhood, but what do you think about it?
1: Mm-hmm. Um in terms of 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 what? Like?
0: Just, you know, the types of people who need help in this area, maybe you know, there's such a wide demographic of, you know, different age ranges, mm-hmm. different ethnicities, different, you know, socioeconomic
1: mm-hmm.
0: factors that happen yeah. in this little tiny <laughs> neighborhood of Kansas City.
1: Um, yeah, I want to say so far the community is pretty uh, proactive in terms of trying to improve uh, what's going on, trying to um, get assistance and kind of uplift the community, like the resources um, in place seem to be like very proactive and so reactive, trying to find um, what issues are out there and um, improve it.
0: Yeah. And I'll just ask you this because it's something that we're always, you know, dealing with and kind of concerned about. Um, Independence Plaza Park is towards downtown on Independence Boulevard. And um, there have been a lot of homeless people sleeping there, you know, over the past two or three months. um, I don't know if they're, you know, being put out of places they were staying, or if they, you know, the park's not being used as much, so they feel comfortable setting up camp there. You know, have there, to your knowledge, been any resources provided to those people?
1: Uh, To mine, not me personally. Um, I haven't been there yet, um, but I know, yeah, so, uh, Trina Miller, um, she was the former social service specialist at East Patrol, um, she would go out to homeless camps with, uh, officers, um, mainly the community interaction officer, um, and they would try to talk to them, uh, provide resources, let them know here, uh, hey, you could go to this place, they can help you out, um or what's going on that you're out here, how can we help you, uh, things like that.
0: Yeah, that's great.
1: Um, I'm excited for this position going forward. It's always um, like evolving and changing just cause it's new. And uh, I feel like there's a lot of support from top down um, cause Chief Smith is who um, saw the need and like implemented the position, the program. Um, and so there's a lot of uh, support from top down. Um, I mentioned um, I talked to my major, who is uh, like, oh, like the top boss of the station. Um, he's very supportive, and um, he's trying to implement different initiatives, different uh, aggressive initiatives to help out the community. And so I'm just excited for it.
0: Yeah, we really appreciate, um, you know, Major Meyer and I, I like a lot of his ideas, especially, you know, patrolling north-south instead of east-west and things like that, and he's out here, what, I think almost every morning for an hour just driving around the community seeing yeah. what's up, talking to people, and I think it, personally to me, it makes a difference, you know, recognizing those faces, and I'm sure people just like, you know, the people who've had your position before you will start to recognize you and know where to go when they, you know, know somebody who needs help and things like that.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: Great. Well, thanks so much for joining me. I really appreciate you taking the time.
1: Thank you. It was great being here.
0: Yeah. And that was social services specialist, Matt Gilmay. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Northeast Newscast. I'm Abby Hoover.